SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. A-teamers, we are continuing with the discussion that was started last week, Thursday, and we are looking at uh, Western medicine uh, or Western science versus African traditional medicine and African technologies, technologies, if I may so put it. And I'm going to play a bit of a clip of what transpired last week and uh, before I introduce the guests that we have to discuss this issue. Runa S. Basara. There's uh, sometimes I wish I knew these these uh, herbs uh, in your language or in the language that uh, many people understand, which is English. Um, there's there's cure. There's something called mutu p in Setswana. I don't know if there's anybody who would, would know that tree in English, so that we can. We can share with the listeners, but if if you had gonorrhea and um, we were to give you the the roots, like we would boil the roots of certain part of the root, not just the whole root, but sort of the tip end of the root, and you drank it, uh, and you went on the western side and you took the treatment, I can guarantee you that you will get healed faster with the herb that we would have given you from Motopi, as it is called, uh, compared to the Western way. Now, the point that I'm trying to make is, uh, Prof, how far do you, in your, your fraternity, how far do you go in considering the indigenous uh, solutions like I'm giving you one as an example. And secondly, we, we get um, our indigenous knowledge systems are always or mostly not recognized because of a word that I would like your indulgence on called scientific. I really, I really, I've, I've been having a serious challenge of this word that I had to research on it but I just, I just would like to, to hear what your understanding of the meaning of science and scientific proof, as it were, so that we are on the same page. I suspect, Prof, that uh, not many people know that we as the indigent of this world or this country or this continent, as it were, we, we've been scientific even before the so-called civilization got here. But because of the indoctrination that came with the so-called civilization, we, we, we were forced systematically and psychologically to not recognize, let alone even study to understand and keep the knowledge that we have. Hence, even when we have the solutions, we are unable to use them to our benefit. I don't know if, if I'm... I'm clarifying myself properly, Prof. All right. Before Prof answers, KGM, you mentioned about Muglobi and you wanted someone who who knows what the scientific name is. Ngalanga is back on the line and he actually knows. Ngalanga, good evening once again. 
Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I'm back. Yes, uh, the, the tree which KGM is talking about, uh, uh, the species name uh, in, in scientific is called Boschia alpitrusia. The spelling is B-O-S-C-I-A-A-L-I-B-I-T-R-U-N-C-A. Galanga, where do you get that from? <laughs> Ed, I, I, I'm a scientist after all. I, 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 I did some botany in my first year. and But the point here, KGM, Professor and Patricia, is that we need to work collaboratively, which, means, which brings me to the point that the Department of uh, Science and Technology must try to revise its indigenous knowledge systems branch where uh, the traditional medicine, its research, its side effects, strength, and so on, in order to try to find their activi- effectiveness in treating uh, various diseases. So, in case you were not tuned in last week Thursday, I wanted to set a presence um, as to why we came back to this particular topic. There were two sides of the story. The one side was saying, well, we need to look at uh, traditional medicines and, uh, and and take the key learnings from them. But the other side was saying, no. With that being said, we need to understand that there's no uh, scientific um, methods that have proven these, uh, these African or traditional medicines. And yes, we need to find some sort of alignment between the two. I'd like to remind you, A-teamers, that this discussion needs you for it to stay alive. Our guests are Dr. Smangele Tele, who's an independent analyst, and she's going to be giving us an understanding on both the Western and the African traditional medicines and how we can find a merger between the two. We are also going to be speaking to Laking Nkalanga, who is a BSc degree holder in biomedical sciences from UKZN and also has a postgraduate certificate in education and is currently enrolled for his post-grad diploma in public health at UNISA. He's also an educator at Kwangoza uh, Secondary School in Ndwe. We also have an uh, on the line KGM, um, <laughs> and that's that's what you all know him as. But he's Gilebucha Gift Mahopi. I hope I've said it right, KGM, but I'm sure you'll uh, correct me. And Mohapi, and he is a Musarwa. Uh, he is a Khoisan indigenous and um, descendant leader uh, from the Kalahari uh, Kalahari uh, Transfrontier. Park, and is also an entrepreneur, philanthropic entrepreneur, founder, CEO, and chairman of the Reclaiming and Restoring Africa. Those are our guests, A-teamers. We also want to hear from you. The WhatsApp line is 0614104107, or you can SMS on 41391. Let me welcome first the rose amongst the thorns, Dr. Smangele Tele. Thank you very much for joining us this evening, doctor. Uh, good evening, uh, Patricia. Um, good evening to the guests um, uh, that are with us uh, today, and thank you uh, for inviting me. Very interesting topic, uh, very interesting subject. Thank you. Uh, now, Dr. Kele, you're saying very interesting subject, and we've put you smack bang in the middle. I want to understand your feel and thought on Western medicines versus African traditional medicines. Ah, uh, um, yeah. So, uh, well, uh, from 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 my position, yes, I think there is uh, some. Um, 
overlapping. But I would, my input uh, for tonight is, is, is based on this premise, Patricia. And uh, from, the, from, from, from what I've uh, heard so far, it actually uh, somehow is it's linked to, 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 to what I want to, um, to, 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 to actually uh, convey this evening. Uh, I would first and foremost, I'd like to 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 uh, quote from Professor Mahome Alfas Masoha's uh, book, which is titled "Studies on Indigenous Knowledge Systems," and and and, and Kalanga, who is also your, uh, uh, the guest today, has actually touched on that, uh, whereby uh, he quotes Dutoy, who says, "To understand the place of science in any society." One has to look holistically at the general makeup, worldview, belief systems, relationships, and context in which such societies stand. Understanding science in Africa is impossible without coming to grips with what can symbolically be called the soul of Africa. And what I also like from this book, uh, it, it also cites Villagazu says, I ask you, fellow scientists and friends, can we not then assume that the oldest experience between human beings and the natural environment is that of Africans? Uh, Patricia, uh, I said in the beginning there is somehow an overlap, but from where I stand, as also Ukoku Zuongo, you know, uh, I, I use these herbs when I, in the process of healing, you know, and, uh, and from experience, in terms of modern medicine, I have used modern medicine, which has not helped me, only to find that I have to first uh, you know, be careful and connect with my kokos and my kulus, who then tell me, what is it that I need to use and how I should use it? You know, for example, I'll give you one example. I've had a problem with my, uh, uh, I would say, gastrointestinal pain. And, well, in, in terms of understanding that, in, 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 I would say, in Isizul, in, if I may put it that way, I was actually summoned to use Isinoazri. And what is Isinoazi? Well, in the, what you call friendly English, it's, it's, climbing, it's called climbing cactus. It's also an edible stemmed vine. And I'm sure Nkalanga can give us a botanical term, but it, 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 it helps in terms of if, if a woman has got period pain, if you've got this gastrointestinal pain, you just, you know, crush it, you boil it. But... There is something that is very interesting. In the process of using it, it's not a matter of just taking this inwazi or taking this climbing cactus or taking this edible stemmed vine and then you just crush it in your kitchen and then you boil it, da da da. But first, you, you, when you go and pick it up, or you, know, like you, you go to the forest, you look for this inwazi, you have to pass it and pray, you know. And, 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 and connect with, with your, your cocos and your ancestors, and then you take it, and when you bring it home again, 
you actually report to them that you have brought it home and as they have summoned you to bring it home and they have summoned you as to how are you going to go about using it, you know. And then in terms of uh, 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 modern medicine, there's a lot of, you know, uh, uh, painkillers, you know, that might be used for uh, uh, period pains or might be used for gastrointestinal pains and so forth. But then where is the difference? The difference is whereby Isinoazi or this climbing cactus is actually uh, brought to you by Ukoko, who has summoned you to use it so that going forward you will never have problem again. I would like to pause there, Patricia. Dr. Kaila, thank you so very much. And it's good to know that you are not just a, a doctor, but you are also a, a traditional healer. And uh, Goko Zungu Togoza. Let me go now to, to uh, Nkalanga. Good evening, Nkalanga, and welcome to the show. Uh, Patricia, Dr. Kaila, KGM. Benzito, and most importantly, uh, the listeners, good evening and how are you? You, you know, Ngalanga, we are well. We are well because <laughs> today you are the main guest, ne? and uh, we are yeah. going to be speaking about what you said last week, that yes, African and traditional medicine is all good and well, but everything needs mm. to be tested because that's where you come from as a scientist. Yes. Explain to us this premise because here we've got Dr. Trele, who is also known as Gok Zung, who says some medicines that are scientifically proven just don't work. Whereas the traditional ones that were not proven but were given by the ancestors and are from the land do work, but there are some processes you need to follow. So what's your standpoint? Yeah, uh, as scientists, we cannot uh, underestimate and uh, underscore uh, the importance of uh, uh, traditional medicine or African medicine. Uh, in fact, what I've observed is that uh, in most cases, these two systems, they tend to antagonize in each other instead of uh, uh, supplementing, complementing uh, each other and work with synergy. Uh, the reason why I'm saying that is because uh, about uh, 60 to 80 percent of uh, people in South Africa have been found to go to a traditional healer first before they can go to a local clinic or hospital. Obviously, due to the fact that uh, Western medicine is costly and uh, we know the challenges which are experienced by uh, our public hospital uh, and so on. And uh, if you look at it, the traditional medicine is inexpensive. So uh, I think that's the reason why uh, people do do that. But uh, coming back to the point, that uh, Dr. Kelle uh, has made. You know, uh, in 2008 or 2009, uh, there is uh, uh, another researcher by the name of uh, Aibo uh, who interviewed a number of uh, traditional uh, healers uh, who said to him that uh, uh, the strength, uh, effectiveness, as well as uh, efficacy of a traditional medicine depends on the uh, positive belief uh, of the patient on the traditional medicine as well as uh, the traditional healer. I think uh, those will be uh, my opening remarks. 
And let me welcome KGM. Thank you very much for joining us. How are you doing, KGM? Uh, good evening, Patricia. Good evening to my fellow my fellow panelists and good evening to, to the listeners. KGM, when you speak about uh, traditional uh, remedies, you always refer to the fact that you earn musarwa and your, 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 your practices are based on the traditional and uh, ancient practices of the Basarwa that you still follow today. And this has not changed. I remember there was some time where you even mentioned that some of these Western medications, in fact, you hardly ever use. And there is absolutely every remedy or every medication or plant that is available for any ailment that one could be experiencing. Yes, that that is indeed so, Patricia. Um, let, Let me denounce something and, and show you the facts as they are, as I understand them. Um, the simple question is, before the so-called civilization, we as Africans, we as Basara, we lived, we were here. We had nothing to do with their Western medic- medicine. What did we use? Otherwise, we would have been ex- extinct. But we didn't. We had challenges, health challenges, we were able to deal with them. We have been doing so to this day. There are indigents like myself, the, 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 the ones that came after, the ones that came before us, who also are still practicing uh, what our, our forebears have. And we, we're still here. Many of, of us were born in hospitals. I'm one of those who were not born in a hospital, but I'm human just like you. And I, I am healthy, very healthy, sometimes healthier than many that say they're healthy. But here's the point. I said in my comment last week, we are being misled by bombastic English words like science. Uh, and I would like scientists to tell me what does science mean, because as far as I'm concerned, even if you're to Google it now, science basically means knowledge, nothing else. It mustn't be put as fancy as if it's something of sort. Laboratory or tests, as they, they call them, we've been doing them. For us to know that Potonyami, Lingana, Taika, Kireba, all these herbs that we use, for us to know that they work, this one is for the headache, this one is for a stomach ache, and so forth. It's because we've tested them, we've approved them. They might not have been approved in their laboratories from peoples who came from across the oceans. Where I have an issue is where our medicine, our traditional, which mainly it is our natural way of doing things, have to be tested by peoples from across the oceans, or people who have consumed or gotten indoctrinated by the Western norms. And therefore, our way of living must now be tested and be approved by people who don't even know or understand it. Partially, some of them, as uh, uh, in, with due respect, as Galanga says, it's things that they have come to realize synergy. As my pattern short for now, black mm. people in Majorzo, Africans, were indoctrinated that snakes are uh, very dangerous uh, creatures. 
you go to different variety uh, of snakes, you get predominantly peoples from across the oceans farming with snakes, uh, making a living, maybe sometimes even getting wealthy because of the venoms and other parts of snakes that they use, convert them in some, or package them in some form that is so-called accept, acceptable. And we go to the pharmacies, which is their places of sale, and we buy them. But it's exactly what Rona S. Basaro we've been using. If you get beaten, Patricia, uh, I will quickly go and, and grab a, a type of a snake that I will use, a type of a goal of that snake, and you will be healed within no time. We've been doing that for time in Momoria. We are still doing it today. Let, let me pause here and, and, and hear you out. I'm actually glad, KGM, that you raised that um, because I wanted to come to a point where I ask Dr. Trele about the fact that, you know, you go to a pharmacy and you'll find, um, uh, uh, you'll find Impepo, which has the scientific name that has been bottled and uh, created into an oil and it is sold for about 200 rands a bottle. On the other hand, you go to a market and buy impepo that has not been converted into an oil and you get that for 20 rand. And now we still say that science needs to prove that impepo works before we can buy for 200 rands. Where do, we, where, where do we draw the line? Because it's the same thing that KGM has said, that if something is being used by African indigenous people and it has not got a label, a barcode and come from a well-known pharmaceutical company, then there's something wrong with it. Uh, Patricia, you know, you, you, you're quite right, you know. Nkalanga uh, would agree with me that in in terms of the botanical term, it helps me with this one, it's helichrysum, something of that sort. But what I like is, uh, yes, Patricia, you're correct. You go to a market, in paper will get for 20 rand. You go to the pharmacy, it's, it's very expensive. And there's no need even for, uh, within paper, there's no dosage. You just take in paper, it's either you burn it, you connect with ancestors, you use in paper as a, uh, for cleansing, you know. You use in pepper. You can even drink in pepper as like as herbal tea. It's very therapeutic. Uh, our our gogos and kulus. That's how they prolonged their life using in pepper as uh, a herbal tea. We are using it even today. You know, in our families. If you're not feeling well, you use it. You drink in pepper. Yes. And and another example is isikunga which is uh, ginger grass or lemon grass. Same applies. It is uh, in skunga or this ginger grass or lemon grass is also used for ritual cleansing. For example, if you, uh, after a funeral, uh, uh, when, you, when you come back from the cemetery, before you, um, when you come back from the cemetery, uh, you'll find a bowl of water, clean water, and then there'll also be a bowl with isikunga. It's grass, you know. That has been used by our cocos that we still use today, which we can also drink. We drink it as, uh, as, as, as whether it's a warm drink, you know, as a herbal uh, a, 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 a drink. It's also therapeutic, uh, therapeutic in nature, and it's got a, a multiple of functions. You but, know. but why is it that then when 
lemongrass or impepo or any African um, remedy that is found here in Africa is used by uh, non-pharmaceutical companies, then there's something wrong. It needs to be scientifically proven before it can be deemed as okay. Why is it that in South Africa we do not honor our own available remedies? Patricia, well, in our country and in Africa at large and worldwide, everything is politicized, you know. Uh, it, 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 it's about money. It's about um, a matter of, of, of making money. Uh, it, it becomes a business of the day, you know, and it, it, in terms of ownership, it's owned by certain, you know, uh, companies, pharmaceutical companies. Yet we know the truth, you know. Uh, we, 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 we are just being planted, you know, and uh, if I may put it bluntly, we are being abused, you know. We are in Africa. We understand the soul of Africa. We understand who we are, where we come, where we come from, our culture, our identity. We know what we are doing. We know what was left by our forebears. We know what, what, what is the, 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 what you call the trajectory uh, moving forward. You know, we are on a journey. We need to embrace our journey. This is what was left. This is what we need to inherit. I always say there is no family, there is no homestead uh, which does not have a, such inheritance. You know, we have been um, uh, 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 blinded, you know, by the system, you know. Uh, so we can go on and on. So basically, in a nutshell, this whole uh, 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 thing has been politicized, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, as uh, you have uh, said, uh, Dr. I'd like us to allow our A teamers to weigh in okay. on this conversation right. that we are yes, having. Uh, the time okay. now is uh, just a minute before quarter to eleven. We are speaking to Lakin Kalanga. Uh, we are speaking to KGM, uh, Gift Mukhapi, and uh, we are also speaking to Dr. Smangele Tele, who's also known as Gogo Zungu. And we are looking at Western medicines versus African traditional medicines. The number to dial is 011-714-2006. You can also WhatsApp on 0614104107. Gole, you've been holding so patiently. Good evening, Atima. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying the talk. I did not mind holding for so long. <laughs> That's uh, excellent. Sometimes we miss the context of the topic. Uh, African medicine, even in the ancient time, Europeans used their trees. That's why they've got a bot- botanical gardens. The issue is, what we're using, sometimes we continue to use something that does not work or does not work for these purpose. That's because people believed it was working. You know the issue of the tomato that it clear, it clear prostate. There's now been a different study that finds that it does not. Even white people used to believe that. So sometimes we just bash them because there are people across the sea, as KG always say. But Everything needs to be scientifically proven. Um, um, I, 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 though I was born in Alexander, I grew up in, in, in Venda, uh, Alexander person. But we've got this Mbesu thing, which they call it an African Viagra. We grew up knowing the elder people used to use it and mix it to Maheu. But Fed University has done some tests, and they found it to be. So 
science is not Western. You see, we make a mistake and think that science is, is Western. Science is natural. It's nature. So in Africa, we still have to use science. That is why they will fly up. You see, a bird can fly, but an aeroplane can carry 300 people. They are good and everything else, and still fly, because they proved it scientifically that it can be made possible. It doesn't mean that it's Western. But so now, Gwale, uh, I've got a question for you here. Uh, yes. Using the example of Impesu. Impesu is a yes. root, right, from a particular tree, okay? Yes. And obviously, the, the traditional, you can mix other elements to make your Impesu yes. stronger. Yes. You have just said that a university took the same impesu and went to scientifically prove it. But you grew up knowing from your forefathers, your grandfathers and so on, that impesu works. So is that not proof enough? Do we always have to... No, wait, let me finish. Do we always have to take what is African and indigenous to, um, to science labs that are Western in nature before we can say, yes, it works? Remember... There are many other things that we use that do not work. We just believe they are working because we are using them. You see? So, anything that we have, why should it not be proven? Okay. Let, let, let me bring in uh, KGM here. KGM, do, uh, what do you think about what Gole is saying? Why should we not want it proven? I think he's missing a point. And indoctrinated people, he's an example. Um, we, we've never, personally, I've never said anything should not be proven. I said we've proven it ourselves. I have broken my, my, my legs before. If, if you look at me, how I walk, comparatively speaking with somebody that has been uh, uh, so-called healed via the Western way, there's a huge difference. It's proven in in the, the 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 natural way, which is where I agree with him, in the natural way, and and I'm not going to be shy to say that there are medicines, there are trees that are unique to Africa. There there are certain plants that when you take it from here, uh, and and you want to plant it in Europe, it won't grow. I mean. If, if the so-called scientific ways of proving. And I would like him to, to really uh, uh, educate me on this science that he's talking about. What, what is he referring to when he says science and scientifically proven? Does he understand what he means? KJM, before Gole responds to that, let me bring in Nkalanga, who is a scientist and advocates for the fact that uh, things should be tested. Um, Nkalanga, what's your feel and thought on what Gole has said? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Patricia, science is not Western, but uh, uh, science is a, a rigorous uh, process uh, which makes uh, something to be universally acceptable. It science deals with facts and evidence. But before I continue, let me bring this uh, uh, example to uh, KTM and Ukoku uh, Dr. Gale, that uh, uh, there is a tree which is called uh, cancer bush. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Ngalanga, we, we still have yes. Gole on the line, so we're addressing what Gole has said yes. before we go to yeah, new yeah. thoughts. Yes, uh, uh, in order for something to be scientifically accepted, 
there are certain steps which must be followed, like developing a hypothesis, uh, uh, material and method, results, test, and so on. Then after that, you, you accept or reject the hypothesis at the end. That can make even someone uh, who is in the U.S. that if that particular person can follow the, the step that you, you, you have followed here, the results will be the same. Hence, I say that science deals with facts and evidence, and science makes something that we are testing uh, to be universally acceptable. Science, okay. science is not it's not European, but science is universal. Let us take a break, and then we're going to come back to Gola to wrap up his uh, thoughts um, since he called in. And then from there onwards, uh, I see Jay and Lorena on the line. But science is not <laughs> Western. That's what Nkalanga said. But it needs facts, and it needs to be proven. And from what KGM is saying, well... Our medicines are proven. Dr. Gala is saying the same thing. But let's hear from you, A-teamers. The number to dial, 011-714-2006. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. We're having a discussion around uh, Western medicine versus African traditional medicine. And our guests are Ngalanga, uh, KGM, and uh, Dr. Tele, also known as Goko Zungu. On the line, uh, we had Atima Gole. Gole, um, I'll give you an opportunity to wrap up your comments. Look, life is lifelong learning. And if we think we will only influence the Europeans on how we do things and we'll never learn from them. We will be trapped in the period of sleeping from the period, instead of being in the period of reawakening. We agree that life started in Africa. Pyramid were built in Africa everywhere. But we had a period where we slept. Everybody else got knowledge and learn and advance. We are still sleeping today. China, everywhere else. They are learning, they are influencing. That is why now they've got G5, which they learn from America and the West. But we still want to influence everybody, not want to be influenced. We will never go ahead and proceed. Yeah, I think, uh, Gole, from your comment now, I feel like you've really missed the point, but uh, it is okay. That is your view. We are talking Western medicine versus traditional I'm African medicine. About we are, no, Gole, we are not talking about who is giving who knowledge. We are saying why is it that Western medicine is getting more prevalence as opposed to traditional African medicine. It's not about teaching one and not teaching the other. But let's give other A-teamers an opportunity to comment. Jay is on the line. Uh, Jay, good evening. Good evening to you, Patricia, and good evening to the rest of the team and guests. You know, uh, I was about to go to sleep, but uh, the topic was so interesting, and then the mention of lemongrass and so forth. I want to tell you something. Um, The Indian Ayurvedic, you definitely heard about that word, Ayurvedic, Mm -hmm. and many, many of those products I've been using I, I want to tell you very honestly and openly, practically all the uh, medical uh, treatment clinically that was dispensed to me, I stopped practically everything. I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, cholesterol, hypertension, and uh, I've got um, uh, ischemic heart condition. I've got sclerosis. You'll name it. And then finally... 
I get, I've been told I suffer with lupus. Do you know I stopped all medication? Hello? We're with you, Jay. Yes, yes. And I've gone onto Ayurvedic. Uh, it was, the, uh, these powders were packaged as Ayurvedic. Now it's brought back to a very uh, westernized word as nature secret. Lemongrass is one of the products, one of the herbs I take. And um, the moringa powder, Brahmi Bokoba for uh, uh, memory, uh, uh, you know, retention. The other product I take is uh, the Comfy for uh, Mukulu to a lipid regulator for my cholesterol. And, it, and um, the turmeric, the turmeric organic one with cayenne pepper, I take that. Uh, there's, you know, it's absolutely, uh, I would, uh, I'm quite happy and uh, to tell you I'm 72 years old. And I do all my work myself. I still study, I still lecture and everything. And I'm glad that we follow the traditional way of healing. Uh, as for scientific products, they use a lot of preservatives. To preserve. There's a lot of side effects. As for our gogos and grannies in the past, they knew how to blend and how to measure and give us these uh, nature's uh, products. But these days we got no time for that. So what happens? We hoped for the westernized, scientifically produced stuff. And who gains economically is the people that are politically involved in all this, encouraging all these uh, preserved generics and things like instead of us going back to nature, vegetables and fruits and nature secrets. Wonderful program. You bring on lovely topics, and it really keeps me awake up until now. Thank you so Thank you. very much, Jay. Thank you. Have a good evening. I'd like to ask uh, Dr. Tkede to come in and weigh in on uh, the two um, um, A-teamers uh, that we had, Gole, and uh, here's uh, Jay, who's saying she's using Ayurvedic medication and she stopped her Western medication. Uh, thank you, Patricia, uh, once again. Um, you know, really, uh, in fr- from where I stand, you know, really, I am for traditional medicine. Uh, as I've said before, you know, uh, based on my experience, you know, and uh, uh, based on what I've seen, based on, on how I've connected, I'll keep on saying this, of, of how I connect, you know, with my cocos and with my mkulus, you know, to simplify it and how it is, you know, um, given to me, you know, and strangely enough, at times I am given a herb that I've never heard of before, that I've never seen, but when I go and look for it, it is there. And I also, uh, I'm, I'm probably, I'm just digressing a bit, but, um, I also enhance, you know, this knowledge by also using, you know, certain books. It's because, you know, at times there's an English name and uh, I have to understand, you know, the, the, 
in, in, in my vernacular, uh, what, what is that? Uh, more especially in, when, I, when I have to assist somebody, having to really explain. Sometimes we have people that don't even uh, speak Isisulu or speak Isisulu, or, and I have to explain it in English. Hence, I need to get a, a, an English word and explain to the, uh, to the person. As I'm saying, Patricia, from what I stand, I, I, I am for you know, traditional medicine. And this and coming I, from a, a doctor <laughs> who's uh, yes. trained in the Western is quite interesting. I need to go exactly. to the news, uh, but I'm going to ask kindly that Dr. Kele, Ngalanga and KGM, please stay on the line with us. Um, we are going to come back. We are going to continue with this discussion up until uh, about 20 past 11. So we're going to make uh, a conversations. Just take a bit of a chill pill until 20 past uh, 11. Lorraine, Atima. Please be patient with us. We're going to come back to you after the news. So, Logat Kodashe, good evening. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Thank you very much, Zoleg. Uh, the time now is uh, seven minutes after 11. We are continu- continuing with our discussion around Western medicine and uh, African traditional medicine. And uh, yes, it is that time of the evening. I am very, very tired. I've had a long day, but I'm really enjoying our discussion right now. At 20 past uh, 11, we will go into closet conversations because we would have wrapped up this particular conversation. Lorraine, you were holding patiently. How are you doing this evening? <laughs> if you were a male, I would have stood you up on the date. <laughs> <laughs> you would have never. You would have never. I'm telling you, if I was a man, you would have known that I would come bearing good gifts. And there would be traditional gifts. <laughs> Thanks very much for having me on the show. And uh, good evening to your panelists and everybody else who's listening. A very interesting topic indeed. I thoroughly enjoyed it before it finishes. But um, I'd just like to say, and with no disrespect to anything that I'm, to anybody I'm speaking to or addressing or anything that I'm going to say, I have to agree with, uh, I think it's Dr. Kalamanga, am I saying his name right? Nkalanga, yes. Nkalanga, my apologies. I agree with him on this point that. Um, I would prefer any medicine to be tested. But having said that, I want to say that African medicines should take their rightful place in the society. But just to clarify, what is the thrust of this topic? Is it to argue the merits of uh, African medicines being acknowledged? Because I think more largely they are, or what is the way forward for African medicines? Because if the argument is about the medicines being accepted, blah, 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 I have to say that I think African medicines can be revolutionized in South Africa. We could have a whole blooming industry, just like the taxi industry. Of course, not run like them. But, you know, we'd compete with the best. Mm. And I'm saying this honestly. We could have franchises that sell these medicines, 
But I have to be honest, I wouldn't drink a medicine that's not tested. And having said that as well, I don't take even Western medicines that don't have an SADS approval because some of them are just not effective. In fact, if you speak to many people, they cause more harm than provide uh, prevention methods. And speaking of one area that, you know, we really should go for this big time because, you know, if it was a formal market as opposed to where people would buy traditional medicines, you know, like the marketplaces, it will take on a whole new meaning, a whole new level. And I can't see why government cannot step in and intervene and recognize what the people are saying. Um, you know what, with, 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 with the thrust of, of, of uh, diabetes, and it's a much-ignored illness, um, who knows what African medicines can provide? Because I've heard of a lot of areas where, you know, they take the place of, of Western medicines. So let's not, more than anything else, politicize it. Let's make it work. Let's cause it. Let's make it a business venture or something that is African. Um, and Lorraine, if you will allow me, uh, um, Lorraine, Fisher, because of time, uh, unfortunately, I need to allow Chief Nathan to come in and also my guests um, because we are about to wrap. Okay, can <laughs> I just say this one okay. quickly? You, you guys, SAFM has a program for diabetics, mm-hmm. not only diabetics, but for some reason you have it between 5 and 6 in the morning, which I find a very awkward time, especially for most older people who are affected by the, 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 the disease. So if you might be able to review the time slots or maybe have a, another broadcast at another time of day, it would be much appreciated. And I'm sure speak for many people. Yeah, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you, Lorraine. Bye, Bye Lorraine. Bye. Let's go to Chief Nathan. Chief Nathan, please be brief because of time. I need to bring in uh, KGM and Galanga and Dr. Tele. And also, I've, I haven't even touched uh, some of the voice notes and messages. Okay, thanks, Madam Patricia. How are you? Okay, Madam Patricia, what I wanted to comment, I'm behind KGM 110%. I'm telling you sincerely, this is, let me call it white, white medication. They brought everything to divide us. I'm telling you, when I was growing up, we grew up in the city. But when we used to go in the village, our grandmother, huh, she used to give us medications from the bush, from where, everywhere. Let me give you a small example. Do you see the aloe vera which they cut from the bush, eh? Even if you have fever, even if you have witch disease, even if you are diabetic, they give you that aloe vera, they cut it, they cook it, then you drink a cup of aloe vera. Even if your uh, BP is high, it's supposed to drop. So our medication in Africa, it's working 100%. But the white, they brought this thing to divide us. Let, let me go on the other side of the religion. Hmm? The religion came to divide us. You find the Protestants are fighting with the uh, Catholics, whatever. Those are the things. Okay, we are saying that we are educated. Moreover, we don't look behind what they brought to divide us. These pharmacies which you see, they are there to make money. After getting what is 
in our African medication. They purify it, they do what, until they they assemble it, then they sell it on expensive price. If I, I cut my aloe vera, I give you a glass, even if I don't charge you money, I can't get any problem with that, you understand? But Thank you very much, Chief Nathan. Thank you, Chief Nathan. Because of time, I need to let you go. Let me go to this one message from Vuyo in Bloemfontein who says, Patricia, it's like cannabis. They say it was dangerous and causes all sorts of things, but now it's all over the shops and even advertised on television. We are fooled by packaging and nice labels. Because of time, we need to wrap up now, and these are going to be parting shots. I'm going to start off with Nkalanga. Uh Patricia, it's quite a lot which I wanted to say, but uh, uh, we need to understand, acknowledge and recognize that uh, uh, African medicine is here. Scientists, the government needs to support uh, the research into the safe and effective treatment of diseases using African uh, medicine. The World Health Organization has recognized that and urged African governments to do so. Uh, you know, I, I feel, I mean, uh, Dr. Kuehler earlier on spoke about uh, politics and uh, finance. In COVID-19, there are 160 vaccines which are being tested. And if you can look in terms of uh, African medicine, there is nothing. The question is, where is Africa? Where are African governments that can fund scientists in order to do research uh, into the effectiveness, uh, efficacy, and safety of medication? Because if that is done, people are no longer going to be uh, skeptical about uh, 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 African traditional medicine. Yes, we acknowledge that it is working, but we need more research in order uh, to ensure that it's safe for people to use it. So uh, thank you very much, Nkalanga. And I really do wish we had more time because I myself have questions. Let me go to uh, Dr. Tele. Dr. Tele, your parting shots, please. Uh, thank you, Patricia. Um, let us value or embrace uh, the indigenous knowledge system. And um, let us embrace our African medicine. It has been here. It is here. It will be forever uh, be here. And we just urge our South African government to really support uh, African medicine in one way or the other. We are also researchers, you know. And, yeah, uh, there's still a long way, but uh, people have just uh, got to understand that African medicine is here to stay, and it helps a lot. Uh, as long as it is administered correctly as well, because we are using it, we are administering it correctly, we acknowledge uh, the measurements, you know, we don't abuse it. So, yeah, African medicine all the way. Gobela, thank you very much. And we will close off with uh, KGM. KGM, your parting shots. And I'm sure you are steaming under the collar. There's so many things that you want to say, KGM. Benzito, KGM wants to talk to me. <laughs> you know, Benzito is not allowing you and me to talk now. <laughs> yes, KGM, let's wrap up. Yes. Um, look, 
I'll try to be brief as much as I can. Africans, the time has come for us to hold the pen that writes our story. We are as old as nature is old. We have been here. We are here. We will continue to be here. Let us not be misled. Let's invest in ourselves. This past Saturday, I was addressing the Khoisan leaders of Kohokwa in Saldana Bay. And this is what I told them. I said, we are going to have to invest in ourselves. We should not wait for anybody to invest in us. The same way that they want us to respect their knowledge systems, their medicines, their cultural practices and so forth, let them, let us force them to do the same to us. We, we, don't, we do not denounce anything of theirs. If I do not want to use anything Western or something that is Western, I should not be judged. And if I believe in my Africanism, let me be respected as an African. And I think it's important, uh, Patricia, and thank you so much for creating an opportunity for us. Uh, this should be a continuous thing. Even if we could do this every Thursday, we, we need to come out as Africans and, and present the knowledge that we have because the claim by the so-called scientists is that uh, our knowledge is not documented. I've done so much research, and there are many people who even know more than I know. I think we need a platform. We need to come out and show people. Lastly, Nonde in PE said to me, KGM, I've been treated... I had stroke. We all have know that he's, he's one of our ATMAS, one of our listeners, regular listeners and callers. Uh, he he is a, a an understudy. If if science scientists and science want to see African medicine doing something real, Nonde in the next few months will come on air and say, when KGM started helping me, I was at this level. This is where I am. That is proof. For me, that would be proof enough. It doesn't need a lab. We have our own labs. Let's make them understand and respect our own labs. Patricia, thank I'm, you so much for the opportunity. Now, KTM, I, I, I've got a question that was posed to you. Let me see if I can still find it. Um, and... Uh, it comes okay. So this eighteen, I didn't give us the name, but he said KGM has an interesting knowledge of herbal remedies, and so does the the, the other guests. But I'd like to know from KGM, how does one treat thyroiditis in a traditional medicine? As thyroid health is very important. Uh, there's a there's a plant called Nleka. Now I know it in my language. You know the the, the difficulty is here. As a Mosara, I would know most of this in Fesara. And, and maybe if you can give the, the caller my, my contact or I can, I can get his or her contact and I, I could be able to explain to them in, in, in language that, that they would be able to understand, maybe describe it or even maybe assist them with it. Uh, I'm sure we'll be able to assist. I still repeat, Patricia, there is nothing, there's no ailment that we cannot heal or we do not have a solution for as Basara as Africans. I stand by that. And KGM, I'm still waiting for us uh, to get the itinerary because uh, Ben Zito and Phineas and myself have been <laughs> waiting for this tour um, so that we can uh, meet the Basara. And uh, I, think, 
Yeah. I think, Patricia, on a serious note, on a serious note, uh, I, I will I will write to you, you uh, and and your team, and maybe the station. Maybe one of one of these ta- these days, we should go and broadcast out of Kalahari, uh, where you you people would go there maybe for a week, experience these things, so that when you come back, it shouldn't just be TGM set. You should be able to testify as well to say, but when we were in Kalahari, we saw E, B, and Z. All right. All right. We'll wait to hear from you. But I remember that my invitation was my invitation. Yeah, now yeah, you're no, making it an, a national invitation. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you very much, KGM. You're welcome. Thank you. And thanks to the listener. I'd like to thank uh, all our guests, uh, Lakin Kalanga, Dr. Smangele Tele, also known as Goko Zungu, as well as KGM, for their wealth of knowledge and engaging in this debate. I'd like to also thank you, A-teamers, for sending those voice notes, for calling in, for giving us your remedies. It's been such a great pleasure just talking about the fact that there could be a way that we could merge or get key learnings from both Western medicine and African traditional medicine, but none should uh, overpower the other and we should learn in order for us to get a sustainable way of living.